0: Welcome to episode one. We're here, we're here, we're here. Officially here. We're kind of nervous. This is, you know, we don't really know what we're doing. We're learning as we go. So uh, obviously, you know, we don't have an intro yet. If anyone knows anything about making intros, you know, holla at us.
1: Yeah, send them our way.
0: Uh, we lost in the sauce on that one, but we are here, we are on iTunes, on SoundCloud, available in the world. Uh, so before we get into our topic today, we figured we would give you some background information on ourselves, because it's kind of going to correlate with our topic. Uh, Lex, you want to go first? Where to start? Well, maybe, like, first start with your ethnic... Well, I mean, yeah, your name is good. Should we truly
1: just start at, like, the (laughs) beginning, beginning? My name is Alexis. I'm currently 28. And... A former felon. Just kidding. That's a lie. (laughs) Just look up the mugshot at my (laughs) beer. No, but on the real, real, I am mixed, so I'm a lovely little brown girl. And that kind of gives me a little, I'm not going to say more insight, but it gives me a lot of insight into today's topic. And also none at all at the same time.
0: No, I think it definitely does. I don't know. My
1: experience doesn't speak for everyone, so truly it's just kind of an individualistic thing.
0: We'll get into it. My name is Raquel Rockwell. Um, I am a white lady regular regular, white I did however have a not so traditional childhood so as we get into today's topic um, I'm a little hesitant to like correlate the two because I don't want to come off the wrong way but I definitely think I can relate uh, to some experiences that some people have had surrounding our topic so today we are oh excuse me drinking a Corona. Today we are talking about cultural appropriation.
1: Seems to be a little taboo in
0: today's world. Taboo, but also I feel like a hot topic right now. Now, I don't, okay, I'm not Wendy Williams. I don't want to call culture appropriation a hot topic. That's not what I mean. But I feel like it's coming up a lot more now, especially with like social media, with celebrities. That's probably like the biggest
1: it's hard because with social media, it creates trends within minutes. If a celebrity does something, everybody else wants to do it. So, in a way, if a celebrity kind of blurs the lines and then everyone else runs with it, it's just kind of a huge... It turns into a huge thing, which then a lot of people can see and they share their opinions.
0: That's a really good way to break that down. I haven't really heard it like said like that because for people who don't understand, I guess like, I love the Kardashians, whatever. I love Kim Kardashian, but I know, she is definitely a common, uh, I don't know, accused appropriator. I was say an
1: appropriator with the air quotes.
0: Um. Oh, see, I even feel nervous saying accused because I'm like she's definitely done some stuff. Uh, I don't know. So dicey. So dicey. <laughs>
1: it's but oh no, it's hard it's hard
0: you saying it like that though that is the point though like someone like that has so much influence and if they okay, her kimono that's a like really okay. easy before, before skims before skims
1: it was named kimono and which, a lot of
0: people said hey obviously i don't know how okay
1: but her name is Kim
0: i mean it's it's cute like the name's cute but like kimono come on like you when I heard that even before the shit hit, yeah. I was like, seriously? I'm surprised nobody caught it before it went that far. But that was a really good example of like, yes, that you are appropriating a culture that's so important.
1: And it wasn't giving any respects to the culture. It was just no taking the name and and then she's it like hurts, you were saying, you know? gonna
0: make all that money off of it. Right.
1: But I don't think it was picked as a
0: A disrespect kind of notion, you know? No, and that's where I feel like with celebrities, at least, it gets really, like, sticky. Like, you know who Coco Austin is? She's married to Mm -hmm. Ice-T. I feel like Coco was, like, the original white girl with, like, a really big butt and really big fake boobs and, like, that really, like curvy body. I was going to
1: say stereotypical.
0: Yeah, and she does the braids, too. I saw her get attacked one time because she posted a picture where she had, like, you know, all the long braids in, and she called them, like, I don't know, like, cocoa Rose or something, and whoo Lord. See,
1: I feel like that could be misappropriation because, technically, if you pull up the definition, it says cultural appropriation which is at times also phrased as cultural misappropriation is the adoption of elements of one culture by members of another culture this can be controversial when members of a dominant culture appropriate from a disadvantaged minority culture so again it's hard because i feel like a lot of people don't mean to do harm they truly do want some of these things for themselves. But it's hard again because remember back in the day with neon clothing? All the black girls would wear their neon clothes and everyone was like, Oh, it's so trashy, da 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 and then a Kardashian yes. wears neon, all of a sudden that's all everyone wants to wear. With hair. Weeks. I was
0: just gonna say there like Especially I feel like Kylie...
1: with her highlighter hair.
0: Yeah, like that shit really kicked off a lot of people doing neon colored hairs but it also like okay but that seems like it's a thing of like 90s like rap scene but that gets but again, like
1: is that part of the culture that they're trying to take? I don't know. Like but where do the lines truly lie?
0: What about those speaking of 90s rap culture and culture appropriation? We've talked about this person before. What about little Kim?
1: True we have talked about this.
0: She is a <laughs> weird example. So for those I mean, of you who don't know she, Little Kim. herself
1: anymore though. No,
0: you would never recognize her. Little Kim is a rapper. If you live under a rock and you don't know, or you're like, I don't know, maybe 20, you might not know who Little Kim is. But she's a rapper from the 90s. She's black. And yes, looks completely different than she looked when we were growing up. A few, I don't know if it was a few years ago, Sometime in the last decade, this video went around of her saying that she was a black girl in a Spanish girl's body, and she had learned to speak Spanish, she really felt like she was Spanish, that's why she, like, altered her appearance, she wanted to look more Spanish. But we don't really, like, there's not a lot of cases, I don't know, I feel like at least in celebrities of, like, a black woman appropriating a Spanish woman's culture,
1: and since they're both minorities,
0: yeah, that it's a it's a Does weirder it okay? conversation.
1: Is it taboo still? I don't know. I don't. It's it's a hot topic because I feel like I can't pick a side of the argument. I could argue both sides.
0: I'm biased because I love Little Kim, but I'm also
1: <laughs> like, well, is that fucked up though? Like. She, I just pulled up a picture of the comparison. Like, it's night and day. Like oh my she truly God. does not look.
0: You would never, if you didn't know. know who she was, and you showed a stranger two pictures of her from then and now, you Absolutely. would never know it's the same person. They would ask, maybe if they're cousins. Maybe. I mean, her plastic surgery is like a whole other conversation. But I want to come back to why I said I feel like. I don't, I don't know if relate is too strong of a word. I'll just say probably like six or seven years ago, there was a documentary on Netflix called Marley, and it was about Bob Marley's life. And a lot of it focused on him being mixed, which I don't know how many people actually know that he's mixed either. But it focused a lot on, like, his childhood and him being a teenager and not fitting in with white people, but not fitting in with black people either. And I feel like coming from the childhood that I came from, I never, I still to this day, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm in therapy. I never feel like I fit in. That's my biggest dilemma is, like, I feel like an outcast. So... I relate, I feel like, not...
1: Being an to, outcast to things that you can't change about yourself. Yes. Just and who you are.
0: I don't at all want to say I relate to cultural appropriation because I don't, not at all. Um, I want to get into that Amanda Seals thing in a minute. But I relate, I feel like, to the struggle of mixed people specifically, even though I am not mixed, just because I never fit in. I never felt like I didn't fit in with, like, regular white girls because... I mean, there's a million reasons, and I don't... We'll get into air and all our dirty laundry (laughs) out later. Let's hold off on that. We have a whole season of
1: podcasts to do.
0: I do... When I watched that documentary, like, I felt that, like, in my chest. Like, oh, that's how I felt. Like, that's how I still feel. So I do feel like I'm more sensitive, maybe... Not sensitive. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm more aware as a white person than most white people are comfortable with being about inequality.
1: It, it, I mean, cultural appropriation piggybacks off of that, obviously, because it's talking about one cultural group taking pieces of another's who are the minorities who go through the struggles. And it's kind of like a kind of like a nonchalant approach to it just like you know I already fucked you guys up once here I go again stealing your shit I'm not going to give you any credit I'm not going to learn why you guys do these things and it's almost like a disrespectful kind of thing of we're just taking the best parts of what you got what fits into our lives you know what parts of you were okay with instead of how do we bridge the
0: gap essentially that reminded that? me I, also, Amanda is not the first thing I was referring to. I watched her um, HBO special the other day, and I am ashamed to admit, but I think it is so important to say, because it was another thing that hit me in the chest, I did not know there's a Negro national anthem. Never heard that in my life. So, excuse me. Sorry, again, drinking a Corona. I'm the worst.
1: I mean, it's very... Eye-opening to learn things like this, you know what I mean? Because they're just, they're not talked about, and I don't know if it's because these groups have been oppressed for so long, or because.
0: Our well, it shows you the true care. propaganda of American you know history.
1: I mean? Absolutely. I mean, even in other countries, their textbooks are much different than ours.
0: Did you learn that in school? Did no. you learn there was a Negro national anthem in school? Absolutely. Because as a white chick, no, I never fucking learned that.
1: Never during Black History Month.
0: Oh, you mean when we talk about Rosa Parks and Harriet Tubman and Martin Luther King and that's it for, like, for one day?
1: Maybe two. One day we talk about it, one day we do a project, and yeah. we're done.
0: it's fucking ridiculous. I know.
1: It's truly just...
0: Yeah, that hit me. I was like... It's uh, hard. Shit. But that's the shit that I'm like, oh, well, I have to raise my kid different, like...
1: Right, and so that's part of bridging the gap, but how do we... How do we prove that we're proving uh, that we're proving? How do we prove that we're bridging these gaps and we're wanting
0: to by admitting that we're aware uh, people denying white privilege. I
1: was just gonna ask you about Chelsea Handler special.
0: Woo (laughs) Lord, people, anyone, (laughs) anyone want to make themselves uncomfortable? What do you mean, just by watching her documentary? Just just the rawness of it at the the, the beginning. I have mixed opinions about her documentary, though. Um, If you haven't seen it, you should watch it because it is good. But, um... Mm. Uh, She's talking about white privilege and she's talking about inequalities in inner city communities and just, you know, racial injustice overall. But she's also doing this like mostly like sitting in her backyard of her fucking Bel Air mansion. Like, I feel like if I feel like she's a lot of talk and I love her. You know, I love her. I've went to see her live. I have all of her books inside on my bookshelf right fucking now. But I feel like she's a lot of talk. If you really wanted to do something, like, what did she get out there and actually do? And we've discussed this. It's
1: the part where she's in front of everybody and they're truly handing it to her. And literally pointing out her white privilege, though, that she didn't even see. I feel like that was a really poignant part of it, though. Because not that it's things that you don't realize. But just for her to say, like, oh, I'm going to be brave and do this. And then to get shredded, essentially... By people who are being respectful, which is the craziest part of all.
0: I feel like that experience is where she like backed humbling. out yeah. though, though.
1: I feel like it was probably though, humbling though. for her. She was probably just like, oh
0: shit, this is a lot yeah, more I than I expected. Yeah, I don't think she expected that. Yeah. I think she expected like a welcoming, <laughs> but that's this is where how it's... make
1: the world better, but no.
0: It's, it's hard to discussion. have that conversation though.
1: They have thick skin, rightfully so. Every minority group. Yeah. Every minority
0: group. There's Definitely. a reason why they're guarded. But we also tear I won't I don't know that much about Asian culture. I'm not even going to front like I do.
1: Listen, that's a huge thing right now. Uh, if you... To put to date this oh, podcast Lord. for anyone listening in the, in the future, <laughs> coronavirus is huge right now. Disney's
0: fucking closed. All of them. All <laughs> Disney's for the first time in history. News alert.
1: Everyone's stocked up on toilet paper cuz
0: Yo, I had to go to, like, four stores this week to find toilet paper. I just... (sighs) But getting back to, I feel like, so you just said, like... Oh, the racism. Minorities have to have thick skin, but we tear black women and Spanish women, personally, I fucking love it, I idolize it, but we tear them down for being, like, you're loud, you don't give a fuck... You know, Spanish women, it's, like, they are the pinnacle of the household.
1: Absolutely. Same thing,
0: loud. But it's, like, to me, I'm, like, that's, like, the embodiment of a woman. Like, being that powerful, like, running everything equally, having all this shit on your back, and not being, like, not conforming to suppression, and just being, like, quiet, and I'll just do the dishes, and it's okay. You know, I not know. coloring
1: outside the lines.
0: I love. I don't know. What's the quote? Like people say, like, anger is like a secondary emotion. Like I see a lot. Like anger comes from sadness, but also like anger also comes from passion on certain things. Oh, absolutely. Not to like I mean, blur the lines, but. Crimes of
1: passion.
0: I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're committed normally out of anger.
0: For real
1: though. Which is a secondary emotion to love, heartbreak, sadness. Oh,
0: but the juiciest (laughs) Lifetime movies. Fucking love that shit.
1: This is how we spend our time.
0: Yeah, just talking about morbid shit. (laughs) How do people die? What bitch snapped the craziest? I love that shit. How crazy was you? It's
1: honestly fulfilling.
0: Um, bouncy balling all over the place though. Truly. Um, back to Amanda Seals though. So um I read her book and then I gave you her book, and it is intense. It is in your face. She does Absolutely. not care about your feelings. But not there at was all. one specific part of that book. I gotta pull up my Instagram or our Podcast Instagram, real quick, actually. Shameless plug,
1: go follow. Oh, yeah!
0: Messy buns, middle fingers.
1: Join our conversations when we're not podcasting.
0: We had a conversation about this specific thing that I am about to reference here.
1: You know, actually, speaking of this post that we talked about, one of the things we posted on our story in reference to it, I've seen it going around on Facebook lately, the past like week or two, honestly. What? The ballet shoes.
0: Oh, I had a few people message me about that, about not seeing it before or, like, how important it was to, like, family members they had that were dancers. It's
1: such a huge thing. Like, you really are telling me that some of these girls just get to put shoes on and go.
0: (laughs) Does this can't relate... Okay, so this does specifically talk about valley Issue just for a second too. So what we are referring to came from Amanda Seals' book. Um, her book was written in like a non-traditional fashion. It's not like chapters. Everything's just broken easy up. Easy to digest. It's great, easy for a quick read, or if you want to split it up. But oh, you she- could read it.
1: A couple paragraphs a day, essentially, or parts.
0: I like that she doesn't put extra bullshit in, though. Like, the shit that needs to be a paragraph is a paragraph. Absolutely. There's passages that are, like, a sentence or two, and that's all it needs to be.
1: Very to the point.
0: So, this one is titled Nude Colored Anything. Um, If you want to go and see this passage specifically, again, go look on our Instagram. Um, But it is referring to band-aids and I feel like a lot of this post has to do with white privilege but I feel like a lot of white people feel very triggered by people saying that they have privilege because they feel like that takes away from their struggle oh well I still struggled or I was still poor this parent whatever
1: people truly know what the little instances of white privilege are.
0: No. Or like just ha- the things just, that
1: they take for granted that they yeah. don't even know could possibly be a struggle.
0: So even this my mom
1: deals with it. My mom is white and I'm mixed and sometimes I do have to point out the apparent differences between my experiences and hers.
0: I, that's a whole other conversation but I am really interested in that like uh, multiracial families or like.
1: I, I got the whole melting
0: pot. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, one race that adopts a different race child. Actually,
1: I don't think I mentioned this before, but I was raised by predominantly my white family. And I have never truly experienced racism until I was like maybe 25 working in the restaurant industry. Like I truly grew up. It was no big deal that I was brown. Didn't make me different. So I have very interesting experiences. It's very different from everyone else's traditional that, experience. That's
0: interesting about mixed people too, is it's not like there's one certain story of a mixed person because it can be so many different things. Truly,
1: and I have people that tell me all the time, "Oh, you're the you're whiter than I am. You're the whitest brown person I've ever met. If I met you online, we got to stop saying that.
0: People have got to stop so telling annoying. black girls <laughs> that so they annoying. are.
1: You're so white. Oh, is, my God. Does that make me better or worse than my counterparts? Like, what's up?
0: That's so fucking ignorant. Oh, it drives me crazy. Um, I'm just going to read the first part of this because it's a little bit long, but it says, All this time, black women have been wearing the bras, panties, and nylons of white women. I know someone oh. just read this and is confused. Nude has forever in a day solely been based on the skin tone of white women. From Band-Aids to ballet shoes... Nude was never about the fact that there are all different types of skin tones. Finally, that is changing. That shit hit me like a brick wall because I have never in my life had to think about buying Band-Aids. And I also have never thought about the fact that people who are not white do have to think about buying Band-Aids and how they don't have Band-Aids that match the tone of their skin. That is white privilege. White privilege is not saying that you didn't struggle. It says that you... We are never denied something, or that you never struggled because of the color of your skin. Correct. And I was never denied band aids, or I never struggled to have a band aid blend in with my skin. So that is privilege, no matter how uncomfortable it makes you. That is the fucking truth.
1: Piggybacking off of that, I actually just watched a YouTube video that was Guess the Person's Race Guess Who's Mixed, essentially. Eek. Most people were pretty fair toned skin. And one of the kids looked straight up white. The one girl, the black girl that was guessing, she was like, you know, you kind of have black man features. Like, you got black cousins or something. You know, I think you might be a whatever. But he brought to everyone's attention that, you know, my mom is white, my dad is black. I am passing white, and I never get questioned about the tone of my skin. That, that's white privilege to me, and I experience white privilege being mixed 50 mm. 50 black and white he's like it's beneficial for me out in public
0: how honest but when
1: it comes to my family it sucks because I get better treatment than they do even when we're all in the same room
0: and how often must that happen with him fam- I mean just like you're talking about like you and your mom you are brown and your mom is white like do you feel like there have ever been instances I where mean, you see people I remember, look weird, or I things with
1: my sister. Uh, my sister is eight years younger than I am, so while she was a baby, I was old enough to know these things. But one time, my mom was sitting in my grandparents' bed and breakfast, and this lady asked if <laughs> my mom got her baby from overseas. Oh because, my god! You know, Josie looked like a little Eskimo. She had dark, dark hair, fair skin, little squinty eyes, chubby cheeks. Shout
0: out to Juicy, Juicy J, my little baby. Oh man. But I mean,
1: people just, and that was in 99. You know, people are just truly ruthless. They just say
0: anything, anything. The The shit people think is okay to ask a total stranger blows my mind.
1: I mean, somebody asked me if I was pregnant and then told me that I looked four or five months pregnant. So,
0: you know what the best advice I've ever heard in my life was when I was a teenager, I started working in restaurants and I met this other girl who was very intimidating and i was complaining about like my jeans one time or something but i like said something in front of her and i was like oh do these make me look fat and she said to me if you have to ask you already know and that shit has stayed in my head forever if you are asking someone a question think about why you're asking it do you already know the answer
1: and if you don't why do you need to know the answer how is it going to benefit oh, your life in any way drives me i get questions about dean live their all the time life, bro Let me live. Just mind your fucking business. Or like, or if you have a a legitimate question, ask it in a respectful way.
0: Have a conversation. Correct. And if you don't know the person, if you can't have a conversation with him, then you shouldn't fucking be asking.
1: Right. And that goes back to bridging the gap. If you have a serious question, ask. A lot of people don't even know about their own cultures. So, again, it's hard to say cultural appropriation because a lot of people are pulling away. Now they're... American. They've been here for two generations, three generations. They identify as Americans. How far into their culture do some people, go?
0: Well, there's also, like, the super sad fact that, I mean... We've pushed out every culture. (laughs) Well, and I don't know how many. I don't want to, like, misrepresent a number, but I would imagine a lot of black people don't know their lineage. Like, they don't know where they came from, so they don't even have a choice. That
1: was another thing on... That kid that was mixed, he said that on his mom's side, his genealogy goes way, way back. And on his dad's side, it stops because his lineage starts when he was brought over from Africa.
0: That's sad. Yeah, so
1: they truly don't know.
0: Again, that's like a thing I relate to is not knowing a whole side to my family. Like, you know, not to say that like white people don't get divorced, but like, the stereotype exists of like single Hispanic mothers or single single black mothers. Obviously, there are single white mothers. No one's saying that they're not. That is not the argument here. But I feel like ugh, I, I don't know how to get out what I'm trying to say here.
1: I feel like most people's idea. Of women, single women in poverty, especially, are a minority race, and they don't realize that any minority can struggle and be a single mom. It's yes. not just—it's
0: more a Spanish expected. Thing. The stereotypes Correct. exist harder if you with on minorities. Paper, with the
1: name removed, most people would stereotype and say, "Oh, she's black. Oh, she's Spanish. Oh." you know blah 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 they would never take the time to say oh this could be my own race too it's never expected that it's your own race you know
0: no no it definitely does but that's I guess what I was trying to get to it's just hard to articulate and I also want to be sensitive because like it's not only my story I have other siblings and I want to be sensitive to what I say but I don't know a side to my family, and I feel like it's not as common in, like, regular white families. Like, I didn't know any other white friends of mine in school who, like, didn't know a side of their family. Right. Versus... Everything uh, it's a, was
1: cookie cutter for yeah, everyone else. It's a
0: lot easier. I'm, I just don't want to offend anyone, but it's a lot easier to find a person of color who doesn't know as much about... A side of their family. Yeah. So it's easier. Again, it's easier for me. That's one of the first things. Ugh. Nope. Can't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bonding thing, though, for people. When you find that out about someone, you're like, oh, shit, you too? Like,
1: Yeah. I'm not the only one who's different.
0: Yes. Yeah, it, exactly. And that, that's really what, like, the the conversation of culture, cultural appropriation is about, like, we need to be celebrating the things that are different, and we need the spaces for things that different that are different. They need to be safe within those cultures.
1: And they also need to be respected if they're going to be imitated.
0: Yes. It needs
1: to be not a Halloween costume. It needs to be, hey, I've researched this culture. Wow, I'm having flashbacks now. Second grade, my teacher each month would pick a different country that we would study, and we would you know, learn a different thing about the country each day for our special time, whatever. And then at the end of that week, we would dress up, take pictures on a backdrop, eat food from that culture, present our projects, you know, different things like that. And I think that's a very appropriate way to approach those situations. You need to learn more about the history. Why? Where? When? We need to learn about our own history in America, too, because I think it would really open our eyes. (laughs)
0: I do think it's great in schools now that they do, like, multicultural nights so Absolutely. often. I don't know about anyone else's school, but my kids' school, like, I feel like multicultural night is, like, a monthly thing. It's happening all the time, at least often. And I feel like that, like, what better way to get kids to learn about other cultures appropriately than to do it through school? But that, this right. shouldn't just be an event. Like, this needs to be part it of... Can't
1: just be a. Disney movie that you watch. You can't just watch Moana and be like, okay, now I know all about their culture. Oh, surprise. Guess, hello, hi. hi. Surprise. Surprise. surprise.
0: <laughs> come here really fast. Come here.
1: You want to say hi? Hi.
0: Come, come on a microphone.
1: Say hi. Hi. What's say, up?
0: My name's Dean.
1: Hi, Dean.
0: Oh, all right.
1: Flyer. Flyer. <laughs>
0: I know where your dad is. Well, this is my life, guys. This is for real. Like like we said, we are not professionals.
1: If I can figure out how to edit, you'll get a snippet of Dean. If not, mm-hmm. enjoy.
0: You know, I mean, this is my life. We'll get into more about him later. Um, there was just one last thing I want to touch on really quick before we go because it's something I think a lot about. Surrounding the conversation of cultural appropriation, I, um, okay, bye. I heard. Daddy. Go ahead, open the door. Wait, wait till he's gone, so that loud okay. clunky noise bye. isn't in the background. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Daddy. Oh, that finally here's Dad. Praise be. Handmaid's daddy Tales. Special. Get. F out of here. Oh, my God, guys. I can't do this. Okay, last thing. (laughs) Going back. Going back. I'm a real girl. Okay, okay. Um. For real, though. For real. We're almost,
1: we've almost done
0: it. No, we're, we are almost to the end here. I'm excited. I don't even want to stop, but we are almost to the end point. Last thing I just wanted to talk about, though, um, (laughs) I heard a female comedian who was also white and um, I can't stand her that has nothing to do with the fact that she's white. I just she,
1: listen. She's honest. She won't sugarcoat it for you.
0: No, I her do not like this girl. Are all her own and they are true. I won't say her name, but I heard her one time say that it is cultural cultural appropriation for white girls to tell black girls they like their hair or their nails and they that Like them? Yeah because she said that
1: appreciating someone's
0: nope she said oh i hate this bitch she said if you are a white woman saying that to a woman of color that you are just trying to show them that you're not racist because you really are or maybe i just like her fucking hair that shit makes me so mad so that's something i think about and it's true though how we are intimidated (laughs) because we're separated Well, we're intimidated to talk to because each other because you don't know
1: anything about their culture or about. But that we are how raised to think like
0: do. you. You're ra- No matter what race you are, you're raised to think that every other race doesn't like you, and it's this like very true point. Deep. Also, but that's it's so a, shitty for it's women. It's a crazy thing
1: when we find, you know, interracial couples or yes, you know, yes. friends who are different races. Like, oh my God, you're truly not racist. You have a black friend. Oh, I can't. Oh, your your best friends mix. <sighs> like, girl, you. I see you.
0: The worst line. The worst line. I have like, a black oh, you're not friend. Racist. I work
1: with a black person.
0: Shame on you. I'm not
1: going to say names. We're going to cut it.
0: Harkies. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I'm going to cut that one right there. I
1: don't, want to off- I don't want to offend anybody. I wish you would.
0: I you. don't care about offending anyone. <laughs> no, I do care. I don't want to be malicious, oh, but I I'm going to keep I'm it not fucking gonna call, real.
1: I'm not going to call out the racist people because I don't want to offend them, even though they've already offended me. We will
0: never name names.
1: I might name names.
0: We might time. name names. <laughs> And on that note, I feel I like this have was their a consent. good run.
1: I will have their consent if I name a name. That's only fair. That's fair. That's, That's fair. Yeah. I'm into that. All right, you guys. Get ready for the juicy, juicy. Because if this is the beginning and now we're, like, comfortable and shit.
0: Flowing.
1: Y'all best be
0: We got ready. more juicy, juicy coming. More hot topics because you know, Wendy's on hiatus because the coronavirus. So, someone's got to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we will see you back for episode two. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Live your best lives.